Hi guys, this is Kevin. Yo, 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 this is Ken. In this podcast series, we'll be talking about our life experiences living in London and general life about East Africa. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast to get notifications on the latest episodes. And yeah, also follow us on Twitter and Instagram to get the latest updates on the podcast. So, I know you guys are wondering who we are. I go by the name of Ken Cora, the better half of K2. I'm from Kenya, Nairobi. Live most of my life there. Moved back to London a few years ago to come and see what's going on here. And so far, I can say it has been good and bad. But yo, to be honest, bro, no recommendation to this place. Cool stuff, Ken. That's a very interesting intro about your background. Yeah, I would like to say I'm the brains behind K2. I go by the names of Kevin. I was born in Kampala, the best capital in East Africa. It's not. And lived half of my life over there <laughs> and in Scotland. I moved to London a few years ago. Yeah, so far so good. I would like to, you know, recommend, you know, London to anyone. I would say it's the best capital anyway. So, yeah, it is not. But anyway, so if you want to be a part of this, please, please, please get in touch with us. So, Kevin, um, so we're finally doing this, you know. Yeah, so this is the first episode and we just named it Get to Know Us. So basically, it's be about our listeners get to know us. So I'm going to ask Kevin to tell us something about himself, where he's from, what is he doing, why are you doing the podcast, all that, you know. We just, we just need to get to know you. So Kevin. Yes, yes, finally uh, we're doing this. This is a really great, you know, opportunity to finally come up with a podcast and get to share our views our experiences and everything in between about East Africa so as most of you already know I'm, I'm Kevin I was born in Kampala Uganda and yeah grew up there lived there for about eight years and then moved to the UK uh, moved to uh, Scotland and I went to uni over there and after that, after uni I moved to Leeds where I worked as a software developer and then yeah, I moved to London after a night out in London, <laughs> it was crazy, but yeah. You know what, I think I think the listener maybe need to know the night out, what really happened in the night out for you to decide, you know, to come to London? So basically I was, you know, visiting a couple of friends in London and we went out for a couple of drinks and I felt like the, you know, the nightlife in, in London was really great. The experience was really great. We got really drunk. We go, you know. Proper East African. We got shit fest that night. Uh-huh. <laughs> Man. So you made a decision to come to London because of a night out. Correct. Like, you know, you know what? I'm living in Scotland. So let me just ask you, what's the difference between Scotland in England in general, like even the two cities, you're from Aberdeen, right? Glasgow. Glasgow. So the nightlife there, or let's say the life there in general, is it that much different as a, for a black person especially towards it is in London? Yeah, there's a big difference. I mean, the further you go up, you find that there's a lot of, you know, 
um, there's a lot of you know white people mm-hmm. so there's gonna be less minorities yeah so for a black person going further yeah. north you might find that you're really you know alone <laughs> <laughs> so yeah yeah uh, when i moved to london i felt like you know mm. it felt like africa you bet your people correct yes. yeah, yeah 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 so yeah so moved to london i've been here for about three four years now yeah yeah and yeah it's, it's a nice place and surprising that's where i first met you that's where we met you know that's where we met yeah Yeah. (laughs) i remember that night very well (laughs) yeah Yeah, man so you know as in so for you to come to london was just basically proper drinks good life like you know what my people in london man i'm gonna join them too correct yes all right cool 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 so yes so basically wanted to kind of like have like some time alone with friends just to interact and also see the big city yeah and yeah after seeing you know and coming coming up to london so was it was it was the transition hard for you like you know you know because you used to work in scotland right no i used to work in leeds Leeds. so was it the transition you know from you know from that scenery now to this new scenery where there's more people where there's more minority was it hard for you or was it easy for you to you know to gel in no no actually it was it was really pretty much easier for me because i already knew how things operate yeah like uh, having lived in leeds mm. so you know transitioning to life in london was easier for me mm. and yeah and because also i had you know people that i knew in london so they made shout out to them Yes. <laughs> so yeah, they made life for me easier. So yeah, yeah. and yeah, God bless them. Yeah. Know. Man, uh, you know, before I even tell myself, mm-hmm. I tell them a story about myself. Okay, yeah. I'll tell them how we met. Um, <laughs> so yeah, the first time I met you, I remember it was very well. Um, I was three no a month old in london just came back to london i was like you know what i'm moving to london so i was like a month old in london yeah and i met one of my boys and he was like oh yo so me i'm going out to my my friends but you got their house and then mm-hmm. we go later out so i was like you know what let me go and see how it all how it is so man i won't lie to you kevin the place was a project bruv <laughs> it was a project <laughs> no no Arian, what do you mean by a project man, man, it was a ghetto i'm in the ghetto <laughs> i'm in the ghetto man so yeah um so you know i met you guys are like okay cool under the house i'm like hey, all right get you something first time to meet Kenyans actually first time to meet Kenyans in London yeah since I've just come back out of my family um, so I remember you sitting in the corner over there so I look at you I'm like this guy this guy just like me I'm sure he just like me <laughs> because you know all of us are just sitting there just judging people you just keep quiet people there just judging people anyway um, yeah we went out and that was it you know I remember that was the first time we went to Pier 1, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Shout out yeah. to Pier 1, by the way. <laughs> but yeah, um, so let me go back to myself now. Oh, yes, yeah. Um, so, I was born in a place called Yetli. 
around here, near Leeds actually. Okay. And then straight went back to Kenya because my mom was still studying here. So I went to see my grandparents for a bit. Mm-hmm. And my mom later on joined back in Kenya. So I did my dad. Mm-hmm. So basically I lived all my life in Kenya since then. Mm-hmm. Um, until maybe I was like 24, 24, yeah, 24. Mm-hmm. So I decided to come back to to London. I was like, you know what, I'm done with Kenya. Okay. Um, because at that time, you know, I just need a new experience. You know that in t- that time you need a new experience and everything. So I was working at that time in Kenya. I had a good job. I was working for a company called CMC Motors. So I was like, you know what, I'm going to tell anyone what I'm going to do. So I just used to save up, save up, save up, save up. So one day, a month or two before I came, I was like, mom. I'm going back to London. It's like, what? How? <laughs> How are you going there? I'm like, don't worry. I have money. So like, <laughs> we did ask you about money, but how are you going to go there? But anyway, it took a little bit of convinc- convincing. They're like, you know what? Why not? Mm-hmm. Go back and see what you can do there. Yeah. So, yeah, a lot of support from her too, from my mom and dad. They really supported me to this journey. And yeah, I came to London, man. I remember I came to London. Everything was new, man. I, I did not come yet. I'm almost about 20 years, bro, to be honest. That's a long time. Bro. Yeah, actually, I did come here, but it was a football event, it was a school thing, but, you know, yeah. it's just for a few days and then you go back to back home. So, really, I really didn't experience, like, UK in general. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, yeah, I've come back here in my early 20s. Yeah. How did, how did you feel coming back, you know, after all that? You know, bro, it was new, time. man. It was new. To be honest, it was a new experience. Like to be honest, I've not lived here. I've not lived here ever. I just came here. I used to. I told you the only time I came here back was for a football tournament or some shit like that. Um. So yeah, me in the plane came here. So I had a family friend mm-hmm. who knew my dad. So they're like, yeah, yeah, let him come, let him come. So I came here, chilled with them for a bit. And the first thing about this year, they were going back to Kenya for holiday. Oh man. So, after two weeks, I was left here alone now, by myself. So you had to kind of like juggle. So I need to juggle and everything. So, that's the time you need to look for, you know, your ID, your driving license. You have to look for, you have to look for a house. Correct, yeah. All these, all these things you have to, you have to do. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. I moved it. I was like, you know what? I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do this. But it was not as easy as it is, man. To be honest, like you know, the life from there mm-hmm. and here. So even even speaking, even start speaking to people, was like it was hard. You know, I'm like, I don't want these people to not have an accent. You know, you know, have that baby <laughs> accent. You, know? I was like, yo, yeah. you Buddha. <laughs> but you know, it's all about confidence. To be honest, so I just learn the new the things how people used to do here so yeah. i used to do a lot of research go to google how do you take a bus then they were like oh we have to have contactless you have to have an oyster card ah, all right where do you get an oyster card for me shop near you one time i went got my oyster card yeah and then so when i meet your friend me and you so that's why i met you through that guy yeah so shout out to juma by the way um so that's how I met Kevin, and yeah, the rest is history, to be honest. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, it was 
it was a big challenge to be honest it was a big challenge um the first year you know the first one year it was like all exciting i'm new here i'm doing this but after a while now you're like okay it's not that bad mm-hmm. you know but sometimes you miss home you know yeah, you do yeah, miss I mean, home. yeah yeah i mean home is gonna be home mm. you know mm. home will always be home so one way or another we need to you know like kind of like work harder and then you know yeah promote the motherland and you know keep yeah. it going you know so what's your plan like then in general what's your plan are you planning to stay here you know for life are you planning to go back home Kampala which, whichever city you know in South Africa you, know, you, have, you have Kampala you have Nairobi you have Kigali yeah. all these all these cities are always setting and coming up you know yeah to be to, to be honest with you Ken like I, I consider myself a tourist African um, like I got connections to Kenya and and Kampala yeah and Tanzania as well so um, I can settle anywhere like in East Africa can be right at home so yeah in the long run my main dream is like to you know get back home and just you know and contribute a little bit so yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. me too man me too man me too me too me too um yeah i could love to go home too is it, is it the same for you as well man? yeah yeah um to be on to be honest as I've, i've told you you know since i've lived in london for about four four years now I'm not saying there's there's a little bit of difference of course in the lifestyle between Nairobi and London but there's not much that difference again yeah in between what you can get you can get in Nairobi basically true, true. The, you know? the only difference is in terms of living expense exactly there is cheaper yeah but it's all that cheap again Nairobi is all that cheap to be honest compared compared, compared to, to and yeah compared to this place of course this Nairobi is way cheaper correct yeah, yeah. so actually um early this year I went to I visited um, Kigali. Mm. It's a small city, very small man. I won't like you. I'd love to go there, <laughs> bro. I won't like you. As soon as you enter the the airport, you see the exit sign over there. <laughs> <laughs> you see it over there already, man. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, when this um, it was a good experience. To be honest, I I fell in love with the place. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a place I could like. You know maybe consider one day to settle there too it's for me now it's either because i won't visited um kigali and nairobi nairobi yes so yeah i could consider b- between those two but kigali to be honest is way cheaper it's way way cheaper than nairobi to be honest bro 20 pounds man you're bowling man you're bowling You know, I've, I've had a lot of stories about people saying yeah. Kigali yeah. is like the cleanest, you know, city. Like oh in yeah, Africa. man! I need, to, I need, I need Bro, to see that with my own eyes. I, I went to my air forces. Yeah, you know, I, I, I love my air forces. The white ones. Yes. I went to them. They didn't even get dirty. But of course, in the neighborhoods, of course, fun dust and everything. But around the city and everything, mm-hmm. bro, it's clean, clean. Kagame is doing a good job there, man. Good. And then the people there, man, they're friendly, you know. They're chilled, you know, they're very relaxed. They remind me of people of Mombasa, you know, just laid-back people, not harassing, just joyous people, you know. That's yeah, very welcoming, very welcoming too. Fingers crossed one day, I'd love to go there. Yeah, man, this Corona, man. Experience yeah. everything from my, like, from my own self. And yeah. Just get to know the place. Yeah. But yeah, 100%. Mm-hmm. That's a really like, interesting yeah. background like, by itself. But yeah, you got... No, something more to, to add. 
Um, to be honest, um, other than that, other than us living both, you know, in both worlds, mm-hmm. um, I don't know. I don't know. Like, let me ask you. Let me. I'll, I'll do a small quiz for you. Yeah. Okay. I'll just put general things. I just actually out of the blue. So I want you to answer me. I'll tell you if the answer is right or not. It's all about East Africa. Seems like all the South Africans here. Um, so the first question, Kevin. How many countries have officially made Swahili as their national language? In East Africa, of course. In East Africa. Yeah. Of course, the two. You have the two main ones, but there's another one joined them. So I think there is four countries. Yeah. And uh, Kenya. Uh-huh. Um, Uganda. Uh-huh. Tanzania and uh, South Sudan. I don't know if South Sudan is part of East Africa. I don't know. Uh, it's, a, it's a big question that um, I need to investigate. Well, yeah. well <laughs> um, you got the three right, but yeah. the fourth country is Rwanda. Rwanda. Yeah, yeah. Rwanda, the fourth yeah. country is Rwanda. Yeah. Uh, the question is where is the land of a thousand hills? Kigali. No, no. Rwanda. Rwanda, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the longest serving president in East Africa? Um, obviously that guy, Museveni. <laughs> <laughs> when I tell you, mm-hmm. Mufaranga, what do you mean? Apparently, I had, I had one of my friends like, say that means like money. I don't yeah, know if that's it is, it is money, it is money. I would, I would like, I would, I would love to have a lot of Mafarangas. Yeah, me too, man. You yeah. can have a lot. If you go there with 10 pounds, man, you have a lot of it. <laughs> <laughs> um, the last one, this, uh, this is a saying in Swahili, but I want, I want you to translate in English. So mm-hmm. I'll say this. I see a funzo na mamayake, a funzo na limoengu. That one is a bit. means someone who doesn't learn from the mom mm-hmm. or the mother yes. will be taught by the world. Oh, yeah, that, that's, that's, yeah. A, that's a powerful That's statement. a very powerful statement in Kenya. I mean, it, it basically, it's a soil you say. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. That's, that's really cool, uh, Ken. I, yeah. I, I kind of love the quiz. Yeah. I myself have prepared some of my questions as well, like to ask you as well. I don't mm. know if you're ready for them. Come but on, let's do bring this. It, bring it, bring it up, bring it up, bring it up, bring it up. So, yeah, so basically, just general questions about East Africa. So, yeah. Yeah. So, how many countries are there in East Africa and uh, what's their capital cities? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. Let me try this. Let me try this, yeah? Yeah. Are we talking EA, EAC or EAAC? You know the two different ones. We're talking about EAC. Yeah. Okay. EAC, that's including Kenya, Tanzania, Uganda, Rwanda, Burundi. Correct. Yeah. And now so Sudan just yeah, joined correct. us there. Yeah. So there are six countries right now. Capital city of Kampala. Ah, Uganda is Kampala. <laughs> <laughs> um, capital city of Kenya is Nairobi. Capital city of Dar es Salaam is Arusha. Um, capital city of Burundi. I, I know what it is, but uh, uh, I know what it is, but I've forgotten. <laughs> it's, a uh, it's a long one. Yeah, it uh, starts with a B. Yeah, so the, the funny thing is, my mom is going to work there. But yeah, um, 
Buchumbula. Yeah. yeah. Um, and the capital city of the, um, South Sudan, to be honest, I don't know. Oh, yeah, Juba. Juba. Oh yeah, yeah, Juba. Juba. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 So yeah, the second question hmm. is, who's the most famous musician in East Africa? <clears throat> I'll say, but the, I'll, I'll say my own people, man. Mm-hmm. Shit, uh, but anyway, I'll, let's just be real. Is that guy? What guy? Uh, that's the guy. I mean, <laughs> that guy, that guy, diamonds, man. Diamonds. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's he's famous. But who do you think? Okay, Adam Diamond. Who's the second biggest? I would, I would say Diamond. Mm-hmm. And uh, that guy from Uganda. What's his name? Jose Chameleon. Mm-hmm. You've got one group. And then Sauti Soul. Yeah. Those are like the main, you know, main you know, yeah. artists like in East Africa. Mm. And yeah. The other thing, like, I'm, 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 my, my knowledge and like other mm-hmm. you know, music from countries like Rwanda is a bit limited, so I need to do my research. Oh, yeah. Too. Actually, um, we'll give a shout out at the end. For intro music, actually, I'll be the intro music um, for all our episodes. Mm-hmm. It's a new song, but we give a shout out at the end of the episode. So yeah. 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 But yeah, actually, they do have good good music, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The other question is, mm-hmm. I don't know if this like is closer to you or to your home, like in Kenya. Yeah. Right? yeah. It's about rappers anyway. Who's who's who do you think is the best rapper in this stuff? Ah, come on, bruv. We know this. We know this. It's goes by the name of Kalik of Jones. Kalik of Jones. Yeah, but yeah. the funny thing is, he's not the best rapper in East Africa. He's the best rapper in Nigeria. <laughs> 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 they gave him that award already. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, man. Mm-hmm. I, as in, do you think as East Africa? Yeah. Where do you think our music is going to like? Do you think the world now is reaching out to like? Do you think we have our own sound, basically? I think East Africa, like the, the, the music there, they've got their you know own unique sound. Mm. Like you know, it's different from like Nigerian music, mm. you mm. know, which is really cool. Like yeah. it's got its own like identity to it. Yeah, which makes it unique, and that's why people subscribe to it. Like, mm. For example, like people want to listen to Saudi soul. Yeah, because they've got their own traditional like you know well, East, Afri- music, yeah. East African vibe to it. Yeah, you know. Yeah. You know, guys like you know, Diamond. Yeah. You know, saints in Kiswahili as mm. well. Like mm. people are, you know, getting you know interested in this kind of thing, mm. and they're showing more interest. Even even though they don't know the language, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. But, yeah, but it's, it's. I think it's going in the right direction. Yeah, to be honest, it does. It is, you no. Know, like um, yeah, like Diamond. Diamond is doing really good. Uh, to be honest, I. I really don't vibe with his music, but of course because he's just there. Um, um, he's just there because he's you know he's a well popular figure in South Africa. And then the funny thing is, um, I had the story actually this last week. Um, <laughs> he told the president or whatever he said he wants a national day for himself in Tanzania. Because of what he has done for them, so do you think like he deserves it or something, man? You know. Um, but yeah, in general, I'm enjoying the the way we're doing now. You know, like mm-hmm. the vibe we have in all music right now, and 
that we are appreciating our music. You know, the way is West Africans that we appreciate their own music, and even the world now is appreciating the West African, African the African music in general and everything. Yes. Um. So yeah, like to be honest, I re- I love all East African music, especially now from Uganda. Yeah. You're gonna have real good, you know, musicians there too. Yeah, I mean they got like this guy Eddie Kenzo as well. Ah, like, I yeah, like Eddie Kenzo. Yeah. I like Eddie Kenzo. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. he's good. He's like, good. Yeah, I like the way he uses like um, uh, like those kids time, the way they dance, man. Like, mm. You know, mm. I can't even do this kind of movement. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the same kids which we are able to run with that uh, Montana music. Yeah? Montana, yeah? Yeah. 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 yeah, 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 yeah. Nice, nice, yeah. nice. I like the way he does this kind of music video, but yeah. yeah. So who's your favorite right now? Who's a f- say that your top three, your top three favorite artists from East Africa? I would say Diamond, mm-hmm. uh, Caliber Jones, mm-hmm. and surprising. This is not a famous uh, musician, but she's she's upcoming. Yeah, she's really good. I think she's. Um, She's she's got like a bright future. Mm. She's called Azawi. Azawi, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, she's, yeah. she's got like a really nice melody, like with African beats. Yeah. To her, you know, yeah. her music, man, is just perfect. It's chilling, you know, to listen. It to is, it is. Yeah, yeah. I think you played some few songs about yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Coming to my last question, Ken. Yeah. Oh yeah, we're still there. We're still there. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. What's your best East African dish? Woo. <clears throat> First of all, this I know this will bring some, you know, controversy or something. But yeah, I think the best country to cook food. First of all, I have to give a big shout out to Tanzania. I think they're the best cooks in East Africa. Their dishes, they're almost similar to Kenya, but yeah, my best African dishes, I'll say wali pilau, yeah, ugali, yeah, with a li- little bit of kachumbari, nyamachoma. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, of course, everybody, everybody will say that. Ugali, Nyamachoma, Kachumbari, yeah. on the side, mm-hmm. Pilau. Yeah. Let me guess you, Matoke. No, I, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a big fan of Matoke, but oh, uh-huh. yeah. Um, I'm, I'm an, I like Ugali, like, I like, you know, Ugali mm. and my greens, man. Mm. You know. Skuma Wiki? Skuma Wiki as yeah. well. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. And a bit of you know, Yamachoma is mm. like the best dish. Mm. Like, mm. I remember like the time when I went back to Kenya. Mm. I kind of like enjoyed you know Yamachoma. Like I was having that every day. Every day, <laughs> man. Oh man, they eat, people eat there a lot of meat there, man. Yeah, yeah. And that's like the to go dish, you know, when you're out. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And then there's also this dish. Dish. Did you try this one? They usually on the streets. It's called smoky. Smoky. Or mayai. That's uh, the egg. The egg that they put the salad in it. Yes. Oh man, that was good too. That was good. I, I, I was I was recommended to try one, but yeah, I, you, you got scared. I, I, I was uh, scared. But that's you, know. you missed out, yeah. man. <laughs> you missed out. It's almost like um they do even the almost they're almost like you guys always do the Rolex. The know? Rolex, yeah. 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 Mm. Mm. Um, do you, have you ever tasted this um dish called isombe? No. It's a Rwandan dish. It's um, it's good. I would, I would love to try it. It is, yeah. I was recommended by someone. Someone, someone recommended me once. Um, I ate it. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was alright to be honest. Yeah. yeah that's that's, the, that's like their skuma wiki, mm-hmm. but they make it in a very unique way. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. 
I would love to try that. Yeah, 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 of course, man. But yeah, um, so yeah, guys, you know, that's our story, you know, like, it's like general chat, you know, me and Ken, we have a yeah. little banter. Do we do, man? We do, we do, we do. And the funny thing is, um, we want to make this um podcast about everyone, you know, everyone about his stuff, everyone who's East African and want to join us and right. want to do any contribution to to you know to the um to the podcast. Please, you know, just communicate to us, get in touch with us, um. Yeah, and just just talk, you know, it's all about talking. I believe it's all about talking right now. Correct, yes, yeah. and one day we'll get to have you on the, on, on the podcast so that you can share yeah. your experience as yeah. well. Yeah, yeah. Everything in East Africa, yeah. keep it cool that way. So, mm-hmm. you know, mm. it's, it's nice to, you know, yeah. to do these kind of things and yeah. get people's views on, you know. On certain things, you know. <laughs> yeah. East African, yes. East Africa. But uh, then it will be about, to all listening, it will all be about East Africa um, in general, about what West Africa do people do, how we live our life, how we vibe, you know, all that. Um, and we could like to know more about your experience as East African, wherever you are, maybe let's say in the States, mm-hmm. in Canada, here, wherever in the world you are. And, you know, tell us your experience there. Tell us your experience even when you're living back in Kenya or Uganda or Rwanda, whichever city you are in, yeah? So, yeah. Um, all the welcome, man. All the welcome. Yeah. Well, we, are we ending it here? I think we're stopping here for we're stopping today. Right here. Yeah. yeah. Shout out to you guys and yeah, yeah. Thank you for tuning in and listening to our podcast. Yeah. And I don't know if you wanna do any. Um. Yeah. Challenge. So I want to do the final. As I said, I will be giving the um the props and the you know a shout out to Mike Kinhura. Is the song that you know that's playing featuring yeah, uh, Kivumbi King and Daniel on the beat? Um, so yeah, the song is called Sabrina. The song is called Sabrina. I'm vibing to it, we're all vibing to it. It's a very, very unique song coming from all the way from Rwanda. So, big shout out to you guys and all the Rwandese people. Yeah, so something special about Sabrina. So, yeah, someone so special, man. You know there's Sabrina now, there's Susanna. Oh yeah? Oh yeah man. Anyway, catch you guys in the next episode. Peace. Peace.